the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're getting ready for Thanksgiving. I hope we're thankful for this country. I hope we're thankful for the Billy Talent, heart, mind, soul, body, the joy, peace, the happiness. I hope we're thankful that we live in a country that has freedom. I don't know how much longer we're going to have freedom, but we've got freedom. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body. Joy, peace that you just bless every listener. Give them wisdom. Give them knowledge, discernment. Help them to make the right decisions. Help them to show the thankfulness and the love, mercy, and grace that you give each one of us that we may give it to others. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Um, Oh, I messed up my there. There, maybe I get it started. Um, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. A lot of stuff going on in my life and business. Uh, so many things that uh, I can touch on. So many things that that are happening um, in the car business, in the service departments, in um, just everything. The shortage of vehicles, the prices on vehicles, the devaluation of the dollar. I'm preparing for a battle. I am preparing for a battle. Look at the changes we've seen the last 10 months. Un- unbelievable. Good morning, Johnny. We've seen so many changes in our money. I mean, you know, hey, they're talking about turkeys that used to be $12, $14 last year, $30. Hey, how'd you like to have a big family and they show up and you need two or three of them little dudes? So you got to be prepared. I've got some commercials. Good morning, Jim. Uh, I've got some commercials running on some other radio stations talking about being thankful for Thanksgiving, being thankful for, good morning, Jake, what we do and what's going on. Hello, Bubba. And so we've got so much going on, but are we prepared for a battle, for the changes? I mean, electric cars are on the way. I mean, I guarantee you. I don't know if we how we're going to have enough electricity to fire up and charge all of them. I still say we put two alternators on on back wheels and charge the batteries. I mean, one alternator. I mean, one alternator can run an uh, inverter and turn it into 220 electricity, so you can charge a big battery charger on that dude. But, you know, here we go again. It gets back to tax dollars. So we got to be prepare ourselves for change. It's always change. I've been in the car business 58 years. I started when I was 14, so I guess I'm almost 59 years in car business. Uh, but I've learned so much. The change is so much. Yeah, I'll sell electric cars. I mean, I I don't want to sell Neo, but that's a you know that's a Chinese car that's number one seller in Europe. But no, we'll be selling electric cars. I'll sell bicycles if we need bicycles. It don't matter to me. Uh, I buy, well, I buy houses. I outrun all the market. You know, everybody talks about the housing market. Me and my partner went and looked at a house last Saturday. They'd been on the market for a little bit, and the realtor told us they wanted an offer. We went through the house, talked about it, discussed it, went over it. She wanted to give full process and know it's got too many problems. And I said, we need to cut it a little bit. She said, well, maybe we won't get it. I said, maybe we won't. Maybe I don't care. I mean, if we get it, we get it. We don't, we don't. Well, I guess what? Thursday evening, they said, hey, y'all still going to give that offer? I said, sure. I said, well, we got the house. We outrun the whole market of San Antonio on a house. We outbid all the wholesalers on another house by 11000 I'm going to ask that realtor how much we outrun everybody else. Good morning, Randy. And so we're going to go through that house. we got a house on Blakely. we got a house on Richter. I've got a house on Hunt. 
so I buy the, the good, the bad, and the ugly cars. Hey, the house on Blakely, we're going to spend a hundred grand on, and make it right. Uh, and so I buy cars, trucks, dump trucks. Bought uh, bought a Freightliner that's got rebuilt engine in it and didn't need it. It was just one of them freak deals. Uh, I mean, the cleanest one I've seen. If you and we do finance dump trucks and trucks and uh, skid steers and all kinds of stuff. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta change. I mean, uh, the car business has changed. Fifty years ago, mom and pop organizations owned the dealerships, and what was the deal? Oh, they just wanted to take care of their little community on one dealership, make a living, content what they were doing. But oh no, now we got Warren Buffett and Penske and all these big billionaires, all the billionaires that own the independent used car lots like uh, Car CarMax and um, Carvana. Just there's so many of them out there, so many large groups buying all they can, you know. And so we we've got so much going on that you just never know what to expect. And the changes tremendously. You don't think they're not cash cows? Warren Buffett owns well over a hundred and wants to buy two hundred more. Penske owns almost a hundred. He wants. I mean, there's some big groups buying big units that are unbelievable, you know. And so. Uh, we got to understand exactly what's going on in the car business. It's like you walking on a football field. But here's the deal. You know, we keep score with your money. Yes, we do. We keep score with your money. But I want to teach you how you can score with your money, how you can be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle. We know how to push your button. We know how to build you up, and we know how to switch you. We know all these things. But there's nobody out there telling the public, telling you what I do. I want you to know exactly what's going on. And so the business has changed, will change, stays changing. We'll see electric cars. We'll see more. Uh, So many people go on the Internet to buy a vehicle. They don't want to talk to a person. They don't want to talk to a salesman. They don't want to talk to F&I. Well, let me tell you something. Hey, those computers are smarter than people. Hey, and guess what? The dealers don't have to pay them computers. Yeah, you got you got F and I people making thirty, forty, forty five thousand. There's a guy that makes forty five thousand in the business, lives in Dominion. Hey, they don't have to pay these computers when they rip you off on the interest rate because you just zip through the interest rate. You're not talking to anybody. You go click, 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 and hey, they put you in debtor's prison for a long, long time. So you got to understand exactly what's going on in the business. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. So you're walking on this playing field. It's you, just you, you and your, maybe you got your wife with you, you know. How many people are you going against? Hundreds and hundreds. Sales managers, managers, closers, F&I, used car managers. Hey, you got a target on your back when you walk into a dealership. Hey, look at the easy money. Yeah, come on in here, easy money. We like you. Come on. Hey, come on in here. We're going to Hey, we're going to be your best friend. Yeah. Well, we're going to take your money and love you. Yes, we do, just like everybody else in the business today. Hey, I I, I signed up on Spectrum phone system. They're the It's been a nightmare. They give me one price and then they tell me my credit's not good enough to have that price. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I can't believe they did it too. And then they might, and now they're, I, I got mad at them and canceled them, and now they won't cancel me. So, I mean, good morning, Greg. So, hey, is business, all business turned turn to squirrely, crazy liars? Uh, I mean, where is this business going? So, if you think the phone people lie to you, and Skynet, Skynet sent me some cookies. They got me moused around and poor service and, and they do a terrible job for me. Finally, they come in to disconnect one uh, fax line because I had two and wasn't using either one of them. You know, I mean, a year and a half later, boy, that's good service, Skynet. But they sent me $5 worth of cookies, so they made up for it. Yeah. Hey, hey, they learned that from the car dealers. Let's give them some cookies, give them a sugar high. Maybe they'll pass over our bad service and our bad deals and our lies. So, you know, that's the way it goes. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. It's kind of funny. Skynet never calls me about buying or selling me anything. 
huh, that's kind of interesting. They know I'm the best. They love me. They tell me how important I am. They send me cookies, but they don't sell me nothing. Is it pride and greed and selfishness? I think that's the way they run their company, probably so. But anyway, you got to be prepared. Hey, right now, service department. I've got a young lady I know that lives in New Braunfels. I knew her grandfather well. And um, she works at a little office that I happen to go in every once in a while. She was telling me about taking her car to, hey, lifetime warranties. She had a few little issues that's supposed to have been fixed under warranty. So she fills her car up, cleans it up, takes it in for getting the warranty fixed, leaves it with them. And so she has to rent a car. Oh, no, they don't have a loaner. Good morning, David. They don't have a loaner. They, she had to rent a car. So she leaves it with them. Calls the next day. Oh, it's not ready. Calls the next day. It's not ready. Calls for two weeks. It's sitting in there in two weeks, supposed to get fixed under warranty. But see, I guess the warranty people don't pay enough, so let's service the people we can rip off a little easier, you know. And so she finally gets her car back. It's got 38 miles left to the empty. She filled it up. Got trash in it. Got Coke uh, cup in it. And it's not fixed after two weeks. And she's, she can't stand smoke because she's never smoked. And she gets in there, and somebody had smoked in her car. So she looks up the work order. And so they gave her a new work order and put the miles that she picked it up on. So they, they, moused, the, you know, they moused the work order over. I mean, service departments, what happened to service? What happened trying to be the best we can be? Hey, what man makes breaks? That's all there is to it. There ain't no, no perfect cars. No perfect people either, but, I mean, no perfect cars. And so we, we, we're all trying to figure out how to be the best we can be. But sometimes they don't care. Don't care. Uh, there's a radio show on the same time here on another station, and a good friend of mine, she's my account manager, and uh, I asked her, I said, uh, is the Democrat Party a cult? <laughs> is it, what's the common factor, hatred? Well, have we become a hating country instead of a loving, caring country? You know, and sometimes there's people you can't please. That's all there is to it. I'm in the business. It's hard. What man makes breaks. We, it's a difficult. But, I mean, you know, I bought a car the other day that I'm driving. And I love it. Man, it gets great fuel mileage. I love the drive on it. But it had a lot of little things wrong with it. You know, and the people probably took it into service and said, you know, fix it. And they said, oh, no, we're not going to spend this kind of money. You know, oh, no. So they, they sold it, and I got it. It was a minor fix, a bunch of little minor stuff. How big is the problem in your life? How big is transportation problem in your life? How big? What's, are you a problem solver? I'm a problem solver. I mean, must be. The houses that we're buying, outrunning everybody on money-wise, we fix houses. We fix foundations. You know, the house that I just talked about, we outrun everybody on the market, everybody on the market. I mean, retail, wholesalers, and all, it has foundation problems. But uh, my realtor, Desiree, and partner, uh, she's the best. We looked at it, and we can fix it. We can make it right. And she's the best designer I've ever seen, period. I mean, she's got imagination beyond my – I can't carry her. Her books, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. But are you a problem solver? What's causing problems in your life? Is a little thing, do you blow it up out of proportion? Do you chew on it till it gets big? You know, do you understand? Do you really understand your transportation needs? Right now, I'm driving an 01 Nissan pickup that I love, and I'm driving an 04 Toyota Avalon. I sold my other Avalon, sold my other ride. Sold my Volkswagen diesel I was driving. I mean, I'm not picky. I'm not picky. Give me one that starts, jukebox plays, gets decent fuel mileage, comfortable. I'm ready to go. But why are we letting pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with the Joneses keep no money left at the end of the month? I talk to so many people who are stretched out on payments. And we work 40 hours a week well, I don't. I work 60. 40 hours. Good morning, Cheryl and Chris. And uh, I work 40 hours a week or 60. And where's that money go? Whew, out the window in both directions. 
Have you been to a grocery store lately? Them, them turkeys going to cost you double this year. I went through there the other night, got a hand basket of stuff, and didn't buy no meat, and it's $95. What's next? My taxes came in. They're up. Yeah, they are. Good morning, Chris. Hey, my taxes are up. Oh, yeah. Taxes are up. Water bill's going up. Electricity bill going up. I, I'm hardly using any electricity, and it's higher than it was last year. So how's that fit your budget? Where's the problem in your life? Where are we settling? What what do we settle on? Are you a settler? You settle on what everybody tells you? You settle on what that salesman tells you? Hey, they're in it for the profit. When When profit and money is your God, you never have enough. You know, life's, life is a gift. It really is a gift. And the meaning of life is a gift. So you got to find your gift. And then the purpose of life is to give it away. Give your gift away. Give the talent away. Give what you're good about giving away. Give the information that's correct and truthful. Not just lie about it and just think it's okay. You know, it sometimes... In our, I've seen people in their mind, they think they're perfect. They think everybody's got to serve them. They're selfish and prideful. Well, car dealers are all fitting in that group. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. But there's never enough profit, never enough happiness, never enough. Hey, I'm telling you, and right now, uh, I'm beating CarMax and all the dealers a bunch. Uh, just went through a, a deal. I bought uh, Man Shop the World. Good morning, Phil. How you doing? And shopped the world and outbid everybody on his truck. Uh, bought uh, an Audi from a guy. Had a lot of issues, but I bought it, sold it, got it out of his driveway. His wife was happy. Get that uh, yard art out of her driveway. That made their day. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, vans. Hey, we're getting toward the end of the year. Good morning, Ray. We're getting toward the end of the year. And if you got some old equipment, old trucks, old vans, old something that you need to get off your books, get out of the way, don't wait the last two weeks out of the year. Every year I get companies wanting to get stuff off their books the last two weeks of the year. And nobody's working. Nobody got desire to work. I'm usually trying to straighten up my house, my shop. I got a lot of stuff going on, trying to spend family time with my sons. And so I got a lot of stuff going on, and they're wanting to sell a lot of inventory. Just bought, uh, took in trade actually, uh, five units from an air conditioner place in New Bronzeville. And uh, two of them didn't run, but it's all right. I mean, you know, they're still worth something. So they cleaned out their old inventory before the end of the year. Hey, if you're working for somebody, tell them, hey, Randy Adams will buy your old trucks, your vans, whatever, big trucks, little trucks. Uh, this guy bought the Freightliner off of needed to get rid of it. Needed to get rid of it fast. Good Freightliner, cleanest one I've seen around. I picked it up. Uh, it's at that time of the year that we need to examine ourselves. For Thanksgiving, spend quality time with your friends and your family. Think about, when you get a few moments, the future. What's going to happen between now and the end of the year? What's going to happen at the beginning of the year? What you got sitting... Right now, I'm looking for everything that's high maintenance in my life and that's a pain in the rear of my life and something I don't need. I'm trying to clean house. I'm trying to get rid of all of it I can. I, you know, I want to be prepared, clean slate by middle of January next year. Hey, and we don't know what's going to happen next year. I mean, uh, tax rates, um, our government, uh, COVID, new vaccinations, you know, it's never enough. And then we got old Robert O'Rourke. If you like what Biden's done, hey, this boy is a mirror. He's a mirror image of Biden. Hey, this guy is a, he needs to go to South Pressa. You know where South Pressa in San Antonio? That's that crazy nuthouse place that they put the people in. Got a little problem. And so he needs to be I, – I nominate him to be elected to go in there. That's where I want to – that's the only way I'd vote for him. But anyway, we got to think about our economy. we got a great economy. Now, the shortage of vehicles is going to last a while. This is not going to end. I thought it was going to end in October. I was wrong. I thought it was going to end in March. No, it's not going to end in March. Maybe the manufacturers are tired of the new car dealers getting super rich, and whenever they have to give out – 
rebates. I got a Ford dealer. If you want a new Ford, give me a call. I got a Ford dealer that will treat you right. I'm telling you. I'm dealing with them right now. They will treat you right. Give me a call. I'll hook you up. You can order a new one cheaper than anybody. Uh, 7000 cheaper than the, I got quoted on another dealership. 7000 cheaper. And they're wanting to take care of local people. They're wanting to take care of the people in Texas. And they don't want to send these trucks. I got dealerships that are getting five and 10000 over window sticker, MSRP. Sending them out of state, don't care, not selling the local people who need them. It's all a, it's all a profit deal, all a money deal. So you got to be prepared mainly physically and spiritually for a battle. You got to know where to go, where to buy, what's going on. I live this business. I live the market. I live the housing market. I live the car market. I'm going to tell you what I showed a, a salesperson of mine, and it was amazing. Uh, in 19, 2019, we were buying, good morning, David. Uh, we were buying 19 Chevrolet vans from U-Haul with 20,000 miles, giving 21 and 22,000. In 2021, 19 vans ran through Mannheim Auction, San Antonio. They brought 39,500 to 41,000. They're up 20,000, the same exact miles and vans. Is this a crazy market or what? Supply and demand? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Hey, know what your unit's worth. I had some people tell me that they traded their vehicle, and I happen to know the vehicle. The dealership gave them 3000 less than I would have. But if you go in there and you don't know what's going on, walking into the unknown and believing everything a car salesman will say, you know, don't believe what I say. Check me out. Hey, I had a high school buddy of mine check me out. He brought me his truck. I outbid a Ford dealer 4000 on his truck. I can prove this. I can back every bit of it up. He could not believe it. He said, you'd write a check? I said, I'll write a check right now. But he'd been buying trucks and cars for him and his family. Ain't no telling how many for 50 years. Maybe, I don't know, 50, 100 cars. I don't know how much he's bought. But there's no loyalty in new car dealers. So he ordered a new truck. I told him, I said, go over and tell him, hey, he said, I've already traded it. I said, well, go over and tell him, hey, a wholesaler is giving 4000 more than what you allowed me trade in. Something's wrong. So he went over there and spent two, three hours, and they gave him enough to show that it's tax savings that it was a little, 200 more than me. I picked up another 2500 on this dude. 2500 Is that loyalty? Harry, the guy's been buying cars and trucks for them for 50 years. Him and his wife and his sons and his daughters. Excuse me. What happened to loyalty? What happened to taking care of a customer? What happened to talking to, you know, and he ordered a truck. He waited on the truck. You know, they, they, they said, well, you know, your truck may not be worth this. Hey, his truck's worth more now than it was four months ago. Hey, they'll, hey car dealers will tell you anything. And if, and if you believe a car dealer, let me say you land the park. I got a piece of paper I'll write the deed out on. Just come on over here, Bubba. Let's let's do a deal. I'll say you land the park, and if you believe that, I'm telling you, hey, it's all about money. It's all about profit, and you got a target on your back. It's like you walking on the field against the Dallas Cowboys, and they will run over you, smile at you, hey, shake your hand at the end of the game, and we keep score with your money. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Go to YouTube. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and I'm going to do some YouTubes today. YouTube, Randy, and Spotify, Randy Adams, Inc., or LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. And give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. Tell 20 people. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, cars, trucks, and even homes. Uh, I got to thinking about that this morning. That, That house was on the market for a pretty good time. And we outbid everybody. Something's happening, folks. Or do is a problem too big of a problem for you? Do you want everything perfect, everything that looks like new? You know, or do you want it? You know, and we we make them look like new. 
We try to do the same thing in cars. I've learned the car business over 58 years. And so I want to do the same thing. I want to be your mentor. My gift is my experience, 58 years in the car business, my ministry, my time in fellowship. Hey, and I'm paying for this show. It comes from Back Pocket National. Hey, when it comes from Back Pocket National, it does matter. I got a little skin in the game. You know what I mean, Vern? I want to be the best I can be. How productive are you? What is your gift? How are you giving back? And do you got, hey, we might talk about mercy and grace. How do you get mercy? It's amazing to me. Some people demand grace, but they don't give it. Same way with car dealers. I don't know. Hey, God bless you. Hey, we're going to be back in four minutes. Uh, I'll be at uh, Easy's today at 281 and Bitters from 1015 to 1130 if you want to sell me a car or meet me. We'll talk about that second half. I'm Randy Adams. We'll be back in four minutes. God bless you. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Uh-oh. Good morning again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Tell 20 people to go to Spotify. I've got a bunch of shows on Spotify. Tell 20 people I buy the good, the bad, the ugly cars, trucks, and homes. Like I say, I've outrun wholesalers and the, everybody in the market on two homes in the last 30 days. Um, hey, don't get foreclosed on. Don't do it. And I may have a camper you can live in. I'll give you. Um, if we buy a house that's about to get foreclosed on and the deal works out, I'll give you a camper so you'll have a place to live for part-time. Good morning, Bobby. How you doing this morning? Uh, I might need to talk to Kathy uh, this afternoon. I've got something working I need to talk to her about. So um, thank you for being on Facebook, Bobby. Bobby does a lot of work for me. He's a good uh, good man. Good morning, Jake, again. But, um, you know, hey, we need to get the word out. We need people to know, realize what is going on in this business and how strong it is. Good morning, Greg, again. And uh, we want you to know exactly what's going on in the business. Be prepared a minute. Hey, Bobby, I tell you, everything's going up. Prices are up on tires, batteries, you know, uh, I'm working on a deal to buy some 18-wheeler tires uh, to sell cheap, uh, brand new ones. We're working on that deal. Uh, I'm always working on something. I love working. I love people. I love visiting with people. That's why we go to Easy's on Saturday morning right after the show from 1015 to 1130. Uh, I want to meet you. I want to talk to you, give you options, talk about your situation. I had a lady show up that was driving to Tacoma. She had all my favorite cars. She had one favorite car. It wasn't my favorite car, but she had she had a Volkswagen thing, and she had a Tacoma. And I answered a lot of her questions. Well, I guess we we talked 20, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes. But I enjoyed talking with her, answering her questions, helping her out every way that I can. Uh, one of my listeners said, hey, Randy, said, you haven't talked about Behrman's B12. Behrman's B12 ought to be sponsoring me. Hey, the sales of Berryman's B12 is up in the San Antonio, New Brownsville area. Uh, I buy a bunch of it. I love it. Uh, I, it works for me. I've been using Berryman's B12 and that's injector cleaner, even in diesels, and it says not to use it in diesels, since 1970. Clean your injectors, clean your fuel pump, and then call me and I'll tell you the other half of the secret and what to do. But Behrman's been around 100 years. Man, they're older than me, and that's something. Yeah. And so, but I use it. I, I buy it by the cases. I buy five cases at a time. And I love Behrman's B12. It'll help your fuel mileage. It'll help it. Uh, I t- often tell about putting it in a Porsche. I had a Porsche boxer. A friend of mine called me. He said, Randy, I want to buy that car, but I want you to drive it for a day. Put, and that was when I was living out at Canyon Lake. I want you to put some miles on it. I want to make sure it's a good one. Hello, Michael. And so I dropped Behrman's B12 into the gas tank and my other secret message, my little little juice. And uh, it was getting 14 miles a gallon. At the end of the day, 
It was getting 24 miles to the gallon. At the end of the day, it was running like new. It's your possession. Take care of it. Hey, I mean, it's just like that lady I was talking about took her car into service. Her dad taught her to take care of her car, watch the maintenance, do this, that, and the other. And she was following that. Of course, you know, service department went for joyride and run all her gas out and had lunch in it and smoked cigarettes in it. She's not happy, not happy at all. I said, I think I'd let the the authorities of that dealership know. But nothing's free in the car business. Lifetime warranties cost you 10 times more than a regular warranty. Plus, you're buying a new car. She bought that car new. She didn't need a lifetime warranty. She had a warranty up to you know a certain amount of time. But they got ways of making money. Nothing's free in the car business. Nothing. Except this radio show, and it costs me. Cost me at Back Pocket National. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. Go to, tell 20 people to call me. Tell 20 people to listen to the show. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and Spotify. So, you know, I run across something that, you know, I study hard for this show, but I also examine myself if I'm doing, hello, Sandy, if I'm doing the right things, at the right time. You know, Proverbs 3.21, my son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. They will be good life for you and an ornament of, to grace around your neck. Yeah, grace. Do we give people grace? Do we demand grace, but we don't give it? Ain't nobody's perfect. Nothing's perfect. I don't think so. So nothing's perfect. So why are you expecting everybody else to be perfect? You know, and so, but we need, good morning, Chris. Uh, We need sound judgment. We need discernment. Uh, Sound judgment is making the right decisions, the best for you and your family. Study your budget Thanksgiving. Study it the day before or the time that you're off. Talk to your family, you know, how they feel, what to expect, what their future lies in, what, you know, how can I help? How can I be there for you? And discernment's the difference between right or wrong. Are you doing the right thing? The hardest thing for me is to tell myself no. You ever had that problem? Ooh, mercy. You know, I often talk about the perfect dream car I run across, and it was close to the money. I mean, you couldn't build a car for that. It was a 56 Chevy convertible with an LS3 with late model suspension. I mean, it was gorgeous. But, you know, and I, my emotions got a hold of me, just like you, just like everybody buys with emotions. Everybody does. So my emotions... Got the wiggle in my rear end where my pocketbook was. But with a little prayer and a little thought, I said, you know, I got to buy insurance. I got to put I don't have room in it. I got to put it in the garage and move something out. I got to do this. I got to do that. Do I really need that car? Paul, I was in love with it. But that car didn't know who owned it. That car didn't know what it was worth. And that car didn't care. So after a day or two, I decided, well, I don't think I need to buy that little darling. I'd have 85000 tied up in a car that I thought would bring a 100 somewhere. But here we go again. Let's take it to the auction. 10% buyer's premium and your time and your effort and everything else. You know, and scrambling to get out, and if you, knowing me, I'd buy a house or I'd get myself in the pinch where I need extra cash. I'd have to sell it in a hurry. Anytime you do anything in a hurry, it looks like to me it don't work. Patience pays off. I guarantee you, write that down. Patience will pay off. Uh, I've, I've turned some people away from buying right now because their car is great. It's in great shape. It's working well for them. Don't waste your money and go buy a new one. And you got to know what your trade. Be sure and call me to know what your trade's worth. Uh, I mean, I gave some people, I, I know this happened. 
I gave some people an offer on a car, and I was 3000 higher more than what they were getting traded in at the dealership. And so they demanded it, and it was the perfect car, perfect situation, perfect everything. Then I was talking to a, a radio lady. She's a GM of a radio station. They like my show. Um, and she, she was telling me, all the problems that they've been through, all the games they've been through, trying to buy her husband a truck. You know, and she says, everybody hates going into a dealership. It's because they are so well-trained. you got a target on your back. They know how to push your button. They know what's going And I told her, I said, number one, I wouldn't buy a used Rebel. I'd buy a new one. I'd order me a new I'd get low miles, brand new, and for the same money. And they were about to pay the same money if they could buy a new one. Patience, wait two months and get a new one, or buy the used one and pay the money. And if this deal ever corrects, that 19 instead of a 22 will be worth a lot less. It's all about patience. It's all about budgets. It's all about common sense. It's all about discernment. And all that's in the Bible. But no, 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 we want to live by worldly views. I got to have it now. You know, you ever stand in front of a microwave and say, hurry up, trying to heat up your food? I know we're crazy. We don't have any patience. You know, I, I'm learning patience. I've had to. Uh, a lot of things that's gone in, in my life. Uh, I've been on uh, being attacked by Satan the last two years. But we're, we're whipping him. He's, he's behind me. I run over him a couple of times. So I want you to be ready mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. What controls you? What controls your emotions? My emotions got up on that 56 Chevy. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, yeah. But I had to talk to it and settle it down and get it where it needed to be. I want to be mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for the what's coming up in the near future. I mean, I'm, we don't know what's going on in the car business. We don't know what's going on. There. Hey, the Mr. Biden, the president, President Biden, put in a Russian lady head of banking. And if you read about her, what she wants to do, we're going to have one federal bank. Gee whiz, ain't that going to be fun? How are you going to borrow money? How are they going to tell you how to, what to buy? And how, hey, they want to control us. Hey, it's about time we take the country back over. Hey, people with common sense, people with discernment, people with the love of this country, take it back over. I sent a text, like I said earlier, to a lady that does a show same time I do, and she's a commercial. She's my account manager. So I, I told her, I said, uh, you know, the Democrat Party, is it a cult? Why is it made up? Is the number one factor hatred? Hatred for this country, hatred for mankind, hatred for the rich. You know, I mean, they did a study years and years ago about when, the, well, just take Mexico. I was involved with Mexico big time back in the late 70s, early 80s, just before the peso devaluated. And I mean, when the peso devaluated, I'm sitting on 30, 40 cars ready to go to Mexico, and it stopped. I mean, it stopped. I'm sitting on all these cars, paid all the money because I knew I could sell them, selling them to Mexico as fast as I could. And when the peso devaluated, it stopped. About a year later, they started to come back. I had a gentleman that's super rich, super rich. But see, he let the problem beat him up. He let losing that money but he made it before. You know, you let people who make money, they're going to make money. Buffett, hey, you can bust him today and tomorrow. He'll be back to making money. Um, all those guys, they're rich because of, of the ability, talent, and gifts that they've given to them to do what they do. Well, the Mexico people came back, and the man that I'd done a lot of business with. Over those weeks, I sold him 20 cars. And he'd be back next week wanting another 20. And so I said, man, what happened? He said, you know, when we came before the peso devaluation, 
200,000 nothing, nothing. And now, he said, we had to scrape, beg, borrow everything we could to get 20,000. Hey, are they doing the same thing to us? When are they going to evaluate it? Hey, everybody's asking me if I own Bitcoin. I do not own any Bitcoin. The government tries to control us. They control our money. They control the printing of money. So when it comes time to have e-money, are they going to let somebody else have the money? No, they're not going to let Bitcoin own the money. No, they're too selfish. And they, you know, Bitcoin is just a Ponzi skin for the people that want to invest in good. Y'all make the money. But there'll be a day when they... E-money comes around by the government, and they're going to be in control. They're not going to let somebody else be in control of their money and their situation. Well, you, well, think about this. Politicians, hey, you know, they always got their hand out. They always get rich. I mean, Pelosi's worth, I don't know, $200 million, they say, or something. Hey, they all got their hand out. So you're going to think they're going to let somebody else control the money? They're not. Now, they may own a lot of Bitcoin because they see the craziness that's going on in there, and that's fine. I just don't need it. I'd rather invest in something worth value. I'll tell you the deal. on. I was selling to Russia, a guy in Russia. And I mean, I'm selling 15, 20 cars a month, taking them to the Houston port, putting them with a broker, and they're going to Russia. And he's wiring me the money before they leave my lot. And all of a sudden, he quit buying just stopped. I thought, wow, what's going on here? I don't understand this. He's, so finally, another year passes. He calls me. His name's Raul. I said, Raul, did I make you mad? No. I say, a bad car? No. I said, well, you hadn't called me in a year. He said, well, America don't know. And this was 19 years ago. He said, the ruble crashed. I said, I'm sorry about your misfortune. He said, no misfortune, Randy. It takes 60 days to get from the port of Houston to where I'm at in Russia. If I, and I, those cars are paid for. You, I pay you. But if I had money in the bank when they crashed the ruble, I'd be busted today. But I had something of value. What's that something of value that you... I, everybody thinks I know something. I don't know. Everybody thinks that I'm, I know how to invest. I know how to invest in cars. I know how to invest in homes and property. When it gets past that, hey, I had a buddy of mine that I was in business with. We were selling on eBay about 40 cars a month. And we had this system, and it was working, and it was great. And uh, he had worked for eBay. But he never had a salary. He had helped build eBay. And this boy could spend money like water. I mean, there was no budget. He couldn't spell budget. He was a genius, but couldn't spell budget. And, he, you know, and so he... He did the things. He he had this system that he had developed in eBay, and, man, it was working well for us. But he got a little lazy. You know how it is? We get to making money. We get a little lazy. We don't do the things we're supposed to do. And Anyway, and after about two years of doing real well, we started doing a little not as well. Let's put it that way. And so I was talking to him one day. I said, well, what kind of money did you make it uh, – eBay. He said, I didn't have a salary. I said, well, how'd they pay you? He said, they printed stock options. I said, they printed stock? He said, yeah. And they said, they'd give me stock options. And I, I'd sell them when I could. So, good morning, Kim. How you doing this morning? So, he said, they, they printed stock options. So, we got to talking about eBay buying other other companies. And he said, you know, we bought this company, and I said, yeah. And I said, that was a lot of money. He said, nah, it wasn't no cash hardly at all. What it was was that uh, we printed stock, and, we, you know, it looked like we were giving $5 billion for this company. We were giving $500 $4.5 and printed stock. So you want to invest in companies that can print money and over-evaluate everything, I don't know. It's not me. I'm sorry. I want something of value. Silver is my favorite thing, uh, even though Elon Musk wants to 
run it down because he needs so much of it for his cars. I want something that is tangible and available. Property, cars, equipment, something. I don't know. But, I mean, we don't know what's happening in the future. They're sure attacking our money. And I like to say the devaluation of the peso, devaluation of the ruble. I think we got a devaluation of the dollar right now. Good morning, Linda. I think we got a devaluation of the dollar going on. Hey, don't tell me I know you want a Lexus, Linda. <laughs> but uh, Tom told me not to listen to you. <laughs> so uh, so business business is crazy. Things are crazy. The government, And so we got our faith in the government. I think we need to put our faith in God. Jesus Christ changed my life. He can change so many people's lives. But the problem is the Democrat Party's takers. They're going to take everything they can from you. And they're going to give it to somebody so they can get more votes. I'm a conservative. I'm an independent. I, you know, I want the best for this country. I want the best for you. You think I don't, I don't come on? Hey, I mess up my Saturday mornings by coming to this radio station. You know, I spend my time trying to educate you, trying to help you better. Answering my phone, 830-708-4789. That station manager said, you give your mobile phone out? said, yes. She thought, I think she thought I was crazy. I don't know. But, you know, she likes my show and, and what I'm trying to do. And, but she never paid attention to that phone number. She didn't know it was my mobile number. So call me anytime, 830-708-4789. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., Spotify, Randy Adams, Inc., or learn to buy and sell cars.com. And my website's learn to buy and sell cars.com. And definitely give me a call, 830-708-4789. I want you to be the best in, in every part of your budget, your life, your spiritual life. You know, I talk about this every once in a while. I know 18 people that medical society said they died. And they wasn't breathing, no heartbeat. And while they were dead, their spirit lived. And then they came back to life. Two went to hell, 16 went to heaven. The 16 went to heaven, man, I'm going to tell you, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. The two went to hell, really unbelievable. One man was the baddest dude in Austin, Texas, a big-time drug dealer, killed people. And they knew it, but he did it in a way that, you know, and I don't think the police cared about it. They were getting rid of bad people. And Austin's a little weird anyway. I mean, they don't, you know, you, right now, you know, you they defund the police and they don't care about it and let everybody go wild. Who knows? But this boy, he, he died. He died, and I checked him out, and he went to hell. And when he come back to life, his life changed. The other man, too, that went to hell. What we're talking about, what I'm talking about, you're perceiving. It's going into your mind, your spirit. And that's what's going to live forever. My body is almost 73. I'm in good shape, thank you, Lord. But my spirit's 20. I know a lot of y'all out there 50, 60, 70 years old, and your spirit's still 20 in your mind. Well, that's what's going to live forever. You know, when these preachers tell you you're going to live forever, and they don't explain it that way, it's hard to understand. But I've seen it. I've witnessed it with these 18 people. All the stories the same way. Most of them, did, hey, I think all of them didn't want to come back. A guy that was unbelievable, close friend of mine, lived life to the fullest. When he passed away and came back to life, he didn't want to come back. Well, do you really have peace and joy in your life? You need to think about the future. What's it going to be? I mean, when I leave this body, I know where I'm going, where I want to be, and what I want to do. I want, I want you the same way. I want you to think about your spirit. You might be 60, 70 years old, but that spirit up here is 20. We, and I get myself in trouble. I still think I can do things I, when I was 20. I have to tell my mind, hey, wake up. You're not 20 anymore. But my spirit's going to live forever. Where is it? I can tell you. If you call me, I'll tell you some of the the people that I know, I've met, a friend of mine got shot four times, and his, and his spirit kept living while he was dead, and they brought him back to life. I can tell you about a guy on the, uh, that I know that was on the 
table and they were working on his heart and they give up on him, walked out, and he came back to life. But his spirit was still living. I can tell you about a young man that used to work for me that was in a bad car accident with my son. And his spirit was still living when he was dead and it came back to life. So where is, where is your gift? I talked about earlier that the meaning of life is a gift. What's their meaning? What do you understand? How are you living? How are you doing, Karen? And so the meaning of life is a gift, but find your gift and the purpose. You've got a purpose in life. Why are you here? The purpose of your life is to give it away, help others, love others, give grace, understand grace and mercy, understand how awesome the Bible is our as our manual of life, understanding what to do, how to live it, how to be, how to be the best you can be. I want you to survive. I want you to flourish. I want you to be the best you can be. But use your talent, use your gifts, and help others, love others. Hey, and forgive others. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Forgive them. It's not worth it. I told a guy one day that hated his son-in-law, I said, let's go find Tony. Is he making fun of you, the misery that you're living? I'm Randy Adams. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. God bless you. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family and your friends. And be thankful we live in this wonderful country. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.